Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right, well, here we go on a Thursday. On a Thursday. (laughs) You know it's a Thursday, right, Barry? Football Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) Right? That's all it is. It's football nonstop all day. Well, I, I saw something. Talking about the Eagles yet? I saw something yesterday. I want to know if, if you guys saw this. Uh, where uh, Justin, yo, Justin Herbert may have uh, have an injured you. hand. Uh oh. Oh jeez. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a Thursday. Oh, uh, it's definitely Thursday. <laughs> Can Boy, you not I... hear us? Nope. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Evidently, you can't see us either because we're laughing at. Him. No, he. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, take those blue blockers off. Yeah. Not Jimmy Blues on the Jesus, chat. Barrett, take them off, will you? I bet it. I bet his his system worked just fine on Birds three sixty five though. Aton probably did two hours worth yeah. of content this morning. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we got some tickets. <laughs> we got some tickets to fill here. Come on, Barrett. What's going on? Now he can see us at least. Okay. All right. Now, I sent it to Marty. Rob Marty's going to join us. I think around 10, 10 after this hour. But what okay. did you see? I didn't. Uh, now the Justin Herbert injury aside, we have a lot to look at with this gigantic Thursday night football game. You're calling the Jets oh. game gigantic? Let me tell you something. There is oh. value uh, in abundance. But let's start, of course, with the Justin Herbert information. Well, I saw our buddy PGF yes. put out a tweet, I think it was last night, uh, saying something to the effect that Justin Herbert uh, has an injured hand. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Wait a second. Yeah. Is this something that has been repopulated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro football talk 12 hours ago. Limited Wednesday with right hand injury. Yeah, I mean, that's the throwing hand. So September 26th against the Chiefs in week three. He's played every offensive snap this season. He appeared to aggravate the injury when he hit his hand on a Patriots defender on his follow through. Okay. Well, this changes everything. It does. Now, can you, what What the hell just happened? I, I looked down. Yeah, Barrett was there, and then he's gone. Chargers no designated idea. linebacker Kenneth, hold on a second. The Chargers designated linebacker Kenneth Murray, not Keith Murray. Right. The return from injured reserve. Now, I heard the doorbell, so Barrett Soud must be here. No, nah, he's gone. I'm telling you. That's it's, it's, <laughs> I just don't understand why we constantly have to recreate the wheel with his setup. I don't. What happens over there? I don't know. At his house? Yeah. I have no idea, my friend. My goodness. My friend. My friend. <laughs> Let me tell you this, my friends. I have no idea what's happening at Barrett Brooks' house. Okay. I, my that friends. Was, that was a big Schwartzman ism. Well, yeah, friend. he stole that from Rush. 
Oh, is that is that yeah. where he got that? Absolutely. Who else do you know outside of Dan Schwartzman or Rush Limbaugh? That well, was my friends, my friends. Uh, what's his name? Our our buddy uh, that you imitate often. Russo? No, he's on Anthony? his network though. No, oh, New York guy. John Stossel. <laughs> Stossel. Oh, the guy that uh, does the Showtime shows. He's on with, with Phil Sims. He does like 15 TV shows. Now, why can't I think of his name? Jeez, now I'm stuck with it. He's on Showtime. He's on Mad Dog's network. Adam, Adam Shine. There it Thank is, AJB. Yes, Adam Shine says, my friend. He does that all the time, too. Oh, then he stole that from Rush, too. Okay. Although he's, I don't consider, I don't think he listened. He's a my friends guy. Yes. Oh, he's a my guy guy. My guy. No, he does both. My guy. (laughs) Right. That's what he says all the time. Dude, I was listening to Mad Dog yesterday afternoon uh, in the five o'clock hour. There we go. Oh, my goodness. Finally. I hate to do it to myself, man. What's going on? I plug every time I plug my headphones into the computer itself instead of into the docking for my uh for my mic. And I just listened, you know, I was I was I was doing some work last night. I, I found out what game I have. Uh so I was doing work last night. So I just plugged my headphones into the, the computer itself instead of into the microphone. Wow. Oh, I gotta wow. buy I gotta shut it off and, and turn it back on in order for it to work. Act right, man. I don't know what's going on. I hate to do it to myself this oh, early. Wow. This early, but this uh, early in the show, too. Right. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Well, I'm listening to Mad Dog yesterday in the five o'clock hour, and he has Ernie Acorsi on. Okay, former general manager yeah. of the Baltimore Colts back right. in the day, and then the New York Giants, and he's a good football guy, right? He's a good football guy, but Russo is bringing people on that like are still alive that were involved in teams that no longer exist. Right, right. Like, yeah, that's what he's bringing. Well, up. get, get you this. Know? He brought him on for this specific purpose. Evidently, former Baltimore Colt legend Tom Maddy passed away. Must have been yesterday or the day before. So he brings a Corsi on to do 20 minutes on Tom Maddy. And I guarantee you 80% of his audience had no idea who the hell the guy oh was. God. Tom Maddy? Tom Maddy was like not a fullback. Rob Maddy. No, not Rob yeah. Maddy. He's coming on later. <laughs> but Tom Maddy was like the fullback for the Colts yeah. teams back with Unitas. Oh I my mean, God. Jesus. <laughs> oh my Bro, I go I go what talk to kids God. all the time, man. The kids like, you played when? Yeah, right. Yeah. They think you're old. Right. 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 Who is Randall Cunningham? They have no idea, right? <laughs> you think they can recognize YA Tittle? Yeah. <laughs> line up? Come on, man. No. And by the way, nice uh, piece on Barrett on Philly Voice. Did you see the Joe Santa Loquito piece? No. Yeah, it was a nice write-up on Barrett and his great, great uh, his ascension it, in the into the business, and oh, we nice. were actually mentioned. Our show and our names were in it. Is that right? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, look, I'm a freelancer there, on. so that that you know no, maybe no, 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 Santa no. Laquito was just figuring. No, no, like, no, no, he, no. He would do no. the same to Mullen or Macy or no. I specifically put you guys in there. Uh, right, right. We were in uh, there. I okay. Yes, I read it. Now I need to go read something else today. Yes. Jesus. <laughs> you keep piling up on the table here. Where is it? Santa Laquito. Should we get him on for this? I, I, get ret- him on. I retweeted. We can get him on. Yeah, sure. let's get him on today. Second hour. You know who else we need on today? And I, 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 it's my fault for not even reminding you yesterday. 
But since the Jets played in, uh, uh, in As- prime time, we should have gotten Asman booked for the show today. Well, we can definitely still do that. We can? Yeah. Okay. Let's text to him now. Yeah, that Philly voice thing. I, I retweeted it, and I read it, and I'm like, man, we were mentioned in there. Can't believe it. Ray <laughs> Diddy's name it, was man. in there. It's good stuff. Baldy's name was mentioned. Uh, Sterling Sharp, of course. <laughs> Good. Hopefully they're getting coffee for Sterling Sharp. Isn't that right? Right. Yes. Yeah, man. I had to do all that. Get coffee. Oh yeah. Uh, his big thing is he loved. Uh, he loved. Um, uh, uh, was it Chick Fil A? And he's sending me to go get Chick Fil A. That's right. That's corny. <laughs> Just come with your own shit, man. Wow. I mean, seriously, like I've, wow. I've seen plenty he of pay people. for it, though, man. He'll play for he paid for it, man. Yeah, but... but still, man, come on. Yeah, it is. Cool. Well, you had to do that when you were I, ne- I never made people do that. No, me neither. No, not, not at all. Not Bro, at all. let me tell you a story, man. My last two years um, in the NFL, we had. Um, well, now what? My second to last year, I um, I'm go I go to we go to, you know, I was has to take all the offensive linemen out. And plus we take like two, two or three quarterbacks out with us. Right. So it's Charlie Batch and uh, Maddox, and it's the 11 offensive linemen. We go to Morton's. Oh, our nice. bill, our oh, bill through the roof is twenty seven thousand dollars. Twenty seven thousand. Well, yeah, I mean, which is probably like wow, fifteen wow. k anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But Morton's probably added an extra ten just because you were at Morton's, right? We right. had Louis. We had Louis. Um, it was Louis Duckhead. Uh, um, champagne or wine, whatever it is. Wow, I mean that was like there's like eight hundred dollars a bottle. Yes, uh, Louis is 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 thirty thirty five. In fact, I still have I still have my um my Louis is un, unopened mm-hmm. from from that time. But Jeez. um, and it was Max Starks. It was his uh it was his rookie year. So we go out there. He and Chris Kimawatu, they have to pay for it. Now this is week seven, and um I'm thinking they have the money. Well, they don't have the money. So they, you know, I'm, I'm like the liaison slash coach slash, you know what I mean, player. They, you know, say, B, could, could we talk to you for a minute? I'm like, for what? Can you come in for a minute? And I go, you know, we go into the bathroom. We say, B, I don't have enough money to pay for this. And Chris Kimwato says, B, me neither, B. He's almost in tears. <laughs> B, how are we going to pay for this, B? B, B, come on, man. I'm looking at him like, come on now. You guys, you guys. This is week seven. You got plenty right. of money, man. B, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I said, all right, then let me think about it. All right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pay for it. I'll pay for it. You guys pay me back on Monday when we get paid because mm-hmm. we got paid on Mondays. I said, B, thanks. Thanks, B. So mm-hmm. I went on to pay for the dinner, you know, and they gave me my money back. Now, what did you do? Did you get out your Amex card or, you know, how did this? No, I wrote a check pay? for it. You wrote a check. Okay. No, I wrote a check. This is back when you write checks. Okay. Yeah, I wrote yeah, a yeah. check for it. And, uh, it was the best thing I could have done because I got to write it off of my taxes. Mm-hmm. Boom! Yeah, a business expense. That's what I wrote I'm it off talking of my about. Tax. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it off of my tax. That was a nice smart. little hit. Wow, yeah, that work out of you. Yeah, man, fantastic but, work. But twenty-seven thousand yeah. dollars, man. Come on, man. Not That's ridiculous. Insanity. Man. Yeah, here's the title to the to the article: uh, "From Eagles Lineman to Unpaid Intern." Barrett Brooks paid his dues and earned it the hard way. Wow, okay. There we go. I did, man. I didn't have a big name. Right. 
I, I love didn't it. have a big name. I love you it. You know, I had to work my way up th- up through the ranks. You know, mm-hmm. most guys just be giving it to them, you know. Right. Exactly. You know? No, we see that with guys who didn't play. Just somebody mm-hmm. randomly gets fast-tracked up on a station. Right. Usually it's a station that doesn't have the money to bring in somebody, but and they need another body, and it's just like, well, we'll just bring – and it's just like, damn, you've had people inside the building or, to Barrett's point, busting their tail for it. So that's great to see. Wow. Now, did I you just good. run out of air there, Shander? I'm not, that doesn't normally happen to you. Oh, I don't know. I was trying to avoid a sneeze. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause <laughs> Mertidis always said that about me that sometimes I would run out of air. <laughs> what uh, does that mean? Yeah. Pull back a sneeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. You know what? Hey, I got this. So I got the Kent State Central Michigan game at Central Michigan. Okay. When's that? The 20th? No, it's on the 10th. Oh, okay. Wednesday. Yeah, next Maction. Yeah, the Maction. Yeah. All oh, right. Maction, that's the day that we on. Yeah, so, no, no, Nabogus has got to come on Thursday. A week from today, he's coming. Yeah, up. yeah. Right. Now, Central Michigan, man, where is that in Michigan? That's in Point Mount. I mean, Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant. Okay. So I had a big delay. No, no, no. Not Point Pleasant, no. No, where Rob Motti might be right now. You never know. Hey, Mod, what's up, Rob? What's going on? Yo, happy – what day is this? Thursday, (laughs) Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday. I don't know. I've been flying all over. I'm back in town, man. Are you? Okay, that's yeah. Look, I'm I'm in uh, I'm in a beach town. I'm like the only idiot who rents a condo in Sea Isle in uh, in November. It's a ghost town here. It's freezing. Wait a second, you didn't bring those from home and put them up to feel like home? (laughs) (laughs) My my girls are like, this feels like Florida, but we're in New Jersey and it's cold. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can pack like a exactly Barrett's anywhere to go ice fishing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's good striper season right now. It's right? great striper yeah. season. Heck, biting yeah. right now also. I saw a good story on you, Barrett. I got to click on it and read it. I know it's good, though, because it's on you. I <laughs> oh, appreciate it, Rob. appreciate it. We man. were just talking about That's that. That's the Santa Laquito piece, yeah. right? Uh, uh-oh. Yeah. No, I was just kidding. It's a hit piece <laughs> in Santa Laquito. The hit piece. It's about <laughs> how everybody hates Barrett in the hallways. <laughs> and now he's a prima donna. Don't do him like that, man. He doesn't Don't open do his like... emails. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, man. What's happening? We wanted to talk. There's so much shit going on in the NFL. Connected Imagine to that. us, not connected to us. What's, what, what's going on? How are you? I'm I'm good, man. I, I'm I'm loving this NFL gig 24-7. It's good stuff. Like you said, it never stops. There's constant busy week. from yeah, horrible, horrible tragedy in yeah. Vegas with Henry Rod. That's just atrocious. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Man, it, and your heart goes out to uh the family involved, and that's just awful. And then Aaron Rodgers yesterday, which was uh pretty interesting. Very, very interesting. Well, why don't we start there? What's the yeah. latest with Rodgers as far as we know he's out this yeah. week? But there's a lot of other things now, ancillary stuff that's being brought up. What's the latest right now with Rodgers and the Packers? So I'm pretty sure he's not going to address anybody or speak until he's back from quarantine. And that'll give him some time, some distance from this to see how he plays it out. And and from his standpoint, if you go back, he 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 didn't flat out lie. He said, I'm immunized. And and I, I think anybody who's taking shots as a kid, we're all immunized, right? In some right. way, shape or form. He just misled everyone to believe that it was a COVID-19 vaccine. And now uh, from an NFL suspension standpoint, 
I believe the league is going to leave it up to the the Green Bay Packers to try and discipline him to a because there's a lot of violations, right? Yeah. You see the guys like when when Carson comes out and he's got the mask on, you clearly know he's not vaccinated unless mm-hmm. uh, he's for whatever reason being extra cautious. And and Aaron Rodgers went through all of these all of these interviews and everything else w- without following through on all the protocols. So. Uh, I believe that the NFL is going to leave it up to the Packers. We know that that relationship's already strained. So how do the Packers handle something with Aaron Rodgers when they hope to keep him in Green Bay beyond this season? Do they then put it back on the NFL, say, Aaron, we're okay with this. We're fine. We know you did whatever you had to do and and leave it up to. I think the Packers will want to leave it up to the NFL to find him, suspend him. A fine is not going to ma- matter to him. A suspension, no. right? No, no matter, no amount of money matters at this point to Aaron Rodgers. But uh, a suspension would, and that would clearly hurt the Packers too. No, to me, they got to make uh, Goodell the bad guy. That's why yeah. he gets paid forty-four million dollars a year. He's got to be the bad guy here, and it's really going to be interesting because he's already going to miss one game. Now we don't know. You know, are they? going to be able to cobble and get together with love and beat the chiefs. If he misses multiple games, that can really put their home field advantage situation or lack thereof in, in serious, uh, you know, consequences. I mean, they might have to go on the road in the playoffs if they lose a couple of games here. Absolutely. And it's such a, a clear right now, when you look at the NFC and there's a separation between the elite teams and the other teams. And, and when you have the Packers, the Rams, and the Cardinals, and I don't think the Cardinals will be there at the end. I wasn't a believer in the Cardinals when they were undefeated. And I, I think they will be a playoff team. I just don't think they'll compete for that one seed. But there's only one. There's only one team that gets a bye in the first round, and that matters tremendously to a team like the Green Bay Packers, who last year lost at home to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So it's going to matter uh, even more, and 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 you can't take the Bucs out of it. It makes it 6-2. and two. They're going to be fighting for that home field advantage too. And, and this week he's out against the Chiefs, and – and the Chiefs are, I, I believe the stat right now is teams coming off a Monday night win have won 12 in a row the following week. Wow. The following week, and, and that's what the Chiefs did, albeit an ugly, terrible win against the Giants, but they're coming off a Monday night win in the last 12 or 12-0, and 0, and they're facing a backup quarterback, and they're trying to fight their way into the AFC West race as bad as they've looked. Uh, so the, the following week, right now, I believe the earliest Aaron Rodgers can be back is the Saturday before next week's game against the Seahawks. Now, he doesn't have to take any reps. He's Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have to go through walkthroughs or any of that stuff. But if it's showing up the day before a game against Seattle, and I, I still believe it'll be Geno Smith. I don't think Russell Wilson is going to be back for that one, though. That might be a little bit of another game they can navigate with Jordan Love. So I think if you can, if you can go – one and one without Rodgers. If he in fact misses two games, they'll still be fighting it out. Uh, I, I don't. I don't believe the team that finishes one in the NFC is going to have only one loss this year. It'll mm-hmm. be a two or three loss team. So now, what was that, Blake? Right? They signed Blake Bortles, right? Yes, they did. Yeah, <laughs> they did. You know, All you is know. calm. Yeah, right, 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 right. Guys, Lafleur was asking reporters yesterday if, if they could play quarterback. Man, you know how bad I wish I was in that news conference. I was like, yo, I, I can, I can throw, man. I don't know about these guys out in Wisconsin, but I sign me up. <laughs> now, what was that a nice static- job? Yeah, twelve and zero. What, yeah, better. the stat was it coming off a Monday night win or just coming off Monday night? No. The teams are twelve and zero. The Monday night winner, okay, is twelve in a twelve in the last twelve games. Okay, uh, I, I that's insane. Yeah, yeah. which 
that that would be I, I gotta double check that with the NFL, but I'm pretty sure I just read that last night. Well yeah, double check because I'm about to go on TV in like eight hours with that stat. <laughs> and he's gonna use it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. well of course I'm gonna use it. <laughs> so just make sure. I, I, I got you. I, I, I got it. I got the email out. Not. How about that? I'll, I'll, I'll take a screenshot of it and send it to you, Aton. So Just don't take blame it on me. Not. Right. <laughs> By all means. By all means. Go ahead. Wait, was it Barrett or? Oh, the Barrett. Man. I think Barrett yeah. was up. Well, you know, just looking at, uh, you know, I know you and Carson, I don't know if you guys are still close, but uh, looking at, you know, the, the temperature of what's going on in with the Colts and, you know, the mere fact that the Titans don't have Derek right now. You know, what are they thinking? You know, is there any chance that they try to bench him to keep their first round pick? Or do you think they go forward, and just, you know, play him, you know, keep playing? Bad. So that's a great question. And, and I look at it from this standpoint right now. They have to owe it to their organization to do what's best for right. the Indianapolis Colts, not for Carson or anyone else. And at some point, when you're mathematically eliminated, you, it, to me, it would be organizational malpractice once you're eliminated to keep running him out there. Right. However, here's the problem went from, a, from a, a Colt standpoint, but from an Eagles fan standpoint, it's a good thing. That race may not be such to where they'll be mathematically eliminated with enough time for him not to get 25% of those reps. So when I looked at the snap count this week and I did the math, and I'm a big math guy, even though I'm an English major, I love math. He would have to miss about 17 quarters at this point. Seven, oh. 17 quarters is four games four plus. Four plus games, That's, yeah. In that, without Derrick Henry, with the weak schedule that the Colts have coming up, barring injury, I don't think they'll be eliminated by week 13 or week 14 from the AFC South race, let alone a wild card race. So right. that, then it comes down to do the Colts want to go – all in, give up a number one draft pick in the hopes of sneaking in as a nine and eight wild card team and facing whoever the 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 number two seed is on the road or or whatever it may be. I don't see them going thirteen and uh, four or eleven and and six or right? well, they already got five losses, so they're not going to go any better to twelve and five, whatever that is. So they got to they got to decide that, and his play doesn't warrant. Not the, can you justify Ben? Can you justify benching him off the fourth quarter in overtime last week? No, no, you no. can't. He up, play, he's up, been playing well up until up, up until that. Yeah, right, up, right. Up until up until he inexplicably threw a left-handed pass out of his own end zone. I don't know what he was thinking there. Uh, it, it worked out briefly that that helped them out because a safety would have lost the game and a touchdown gave him the ball back and they were able to tie it up. Right. That was that was one of the rare times where you do something stupid on a football field and it ends up. Working in your favor. Working yeah. in your favor for, for one second. Like, obviously, the ideal play would have been throw it incomplete, hit somebody in the feet, hit somebody in the back of the helmet, and, and move on, lift the play another down. But uh, it, it's it's reached that point now where it, it's going to be a, a, real, uh, a real snap count struggle the rest of the way. So I think, he, barring injury, I think Eagles fans are in good shape right now. Well, can, I, can I just jump in real quick? And on that note, it's kind of a two-part question, but I'm not going to ask the second part yet. First and foremost, if they sit, like if they actually sit Wentz, does that mean to try and ensure this first round pick? Does that mean that they're done with Wentz? Yeah, I don't think so. I I, th I see a lot of people say, oh, if they sit him, uh, he's not going to handle it. Well, I think if you sit him down, 
depending on how he's playing to that point. But if you sit him down and say, hey, we're going to we're not going anywhere this season. We want to secure that first round pick next for year. you for you. Yeah, so we draft, yeah not, not so we could draft a jail and hurts uh, right. part 2.0, but so we can get you a lineman who can protect you. Okay. So you don't have to throw left handed passes in the end zone. Now, you know, <laughs> right? Carson. You, you have a personal relationship with Carson. Do you not? You're not going to. This is not a binding statement from you, Rob. But do you think that a Frank Wright sat him down and explained that to him? not being in Philadelphia where it would be looked at as, oh, my God, they don't like him. Any Do you think he'd be partial to that? Because that's that's where I think now it becomes interesting. If everybody's on the same page, now that sitting Carson for that first-round pick is in play. If Frank, Reich, if Frank Reich sat him down and explained it that way, that we're doing this not because we want to move on from you, but because we want to use that first-round pick next year to improve the talent around you as much as of a competitor that he is, and if anybody who, who's a competitor wants to go out there and play, it, he's not going to pout. He's not going to take his ball and go back to North Dakota. He's going to be okay with it or he's going to have to be okay with it. And I think right. that that's a situation where it, it is workable if mm. it reached that point. And man, right now it's going to be, it's going to be close. It's going to be really close. What do you make of the situation in Cleveland with Odell Beckham Jr.? Um, looks like, you know, they missed the window to trade him. So yeah. he may end up getting released. I mean, does he end up in Las Vegas or New Orleans, New England? Tampa, they sign yeah. everybody. Oh, right, saying, yeah. Right. Tampa's saying, hot, yeah. They'll it, find a way. I, I think from Odell's standpoint, it kind of worked out that now he gets to, uh, unless they release him and somebody claims him on waivers, which is unlikely, he'll he'll pass through waivers. Now he gets to pick his destination. Hmm. And he hasn't been a free hmm. agent in the NFL yet. So this is an opportunity for him to pick his destination. And had his dad put out that video maybe two, three Weeks ago or four or five days ago, they would have had more time to trade them. But it was I thought it was strategic on the mm -hmm. day of the trade deadline. Hey, try to get me out of here right now. And if not, cut me. Yeah. And, and it looks like it's headed that way because I can't see how he could be back in that locker room with what that team is trying to try to accomplish. And, and you got a wide receiver whose dad is uh, bashing the quarterback. That's not yeah. a good look. Yeah, maybe the old man can get a gig at NFL Films, man. That was a pretty good film break down there on, on Instagram. X's old circling yeah. and everything. I'm telling you, man. That's, ain't that the way you paved the way to success now? You start breaking down film, and you, right. you, don't, you don't have to be anybody, and people start following you. Well, hey, um, you know, just, just looking at, you know, even the way the Eagles situation is going down, a lot of these younger quarterbacks, I don't see them playing at a high level. You know, I mean, we had expectations of, all these guys coming out and playing like Patrick Mahomes. Well, it hadn't been that way. Patrick Mahomes is the only guy that played that way, um, you know, first time he steps on the field. But a lot of these quarterbacks, in some cases, just stink right now, you know what I'm saying, or, or just playing average. You know, what do you think that is? You know, because looking at this next draft, this next crop of guys is even worse than the crop of guys that are just playing, that are playing right now. What would you yeah. say? And, and and look at Patrick Mahomes since the Super Bowl, right? How mortal has he looked yeah, from right. the Super Bowl till now? And what that says to me is it's not just the quarterback. It's the pieces around him. Look at the way Tom, right? How yep, Tom Brady know. went out in New England. He looked like he was a guy who was borderline on at the end of his career. And then he goes to Tampa in a better situation, 
Um, he, it, it, they're catering to what he likes to do and what he does best, and he's thriving. And that just shows the importance of building around a quarterback. And that's why right now it's halfway through. There's really no midpoint where we're at at, at, at halftime of the next game. It'll be the exact midpoint of the season. But anyway, I, I don't I haven't figured out just yet what Jalen Hurts is. I don't know if he's the answer yet, but I don't know definitively that he's not because right. he hasn't been put in a good enough situation. And, and I don't know. Yep. Right. And and he's shown <clears throat> he's shown some flashes of what he can do, but you still need to evaluate him. It seems like he's trending a little bit on it, like they're going to go in in another direction. But I feel if the Eagles went in another direction. They'd be trying to bring in a proven quarterback, whether it's Wilson, if he becomes available, whether it's still the Deshaun Watson, uh, he's available now and he's there's going to be more teams. I, I think the Texans did right by waiting because now they got more than the Dolphins to bid for him and you can increase uh, the return when you have four, five, six teams wanting his services. But I kind of feel like the Eagles would rather go uh, to borrow Brett Brown's term from what was it, star hunting? Is that what he yeah. said? Yeah, I, think yeah, they'll yeah. Go, I think they'll go. I think they'll go star hunting for a quarterback rather than bring in one of these guys who we don't know much about right now with this crop of quarterbacks. Okay, out. there's no way that if they bring in a star, they can keep this head coach. There's no way that Russell Wilson is going to play under Nick Sirianni. I'm sorry, I don't buy it. I I kind of I kind of think Russell Wilson would love flower analogies, man. Get out of here! <laughs> I loved it. I know everybody was. I think I think Russell is sophisticated enough to understand a flower analogy and be like, "Heck yeah, coach! <laughs> keep watering, keep fertilizing." I don't it think works. it's the analogies. I, I think it's the game planning. I think it's the execution. I think it's the either failure to adjust or to adjust for some unknown reason. That's the stuff. That's the yeah, yeah. shit that's stacked up, Rob Motti. That's the, that. That's nasty. I, I just wanted. I just wanted to defend the flower analogy. I know. The, I, I the, knew the, you would love that. The, the play. The play calling's at a whole other level. It's a whole other story. Oh my goodness! Now you have to get going, right? You're, yeah, you're, I'm getting a side eye from the wife okay. over there. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got. Yeah, you want to? <laughs> she's getting. Nope. She, she's sitting there staring me down. She's right the boss. So we're, you look, we, we don't want it. We want you back on. All right, us back. Barrett can identify with you right now, oh, Rob. Barrett <laughs> might be getting one right now as we speak too. I felt. I, Rob, we appreciate you, brother. Got it. Take care. We got it. That's Rob Motti. Now I have breaking news. Jake Asman will be joining us at the top of the next hour. Beautiful. Yeah, there you have it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's not often that the New York Jets are on prime time, so we got to get right, them right, 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 right. Should we right. get Schwartzman on as well and like just double dip? <laughs> well, you no, know, I, I've we'll never go. met this Asman, but he can't be terrible. <laughs> we- <laughs> He's you know, like a ginger version of me. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. Battling Aspens or battling Schwartzmans. Not even tell them that they're coming on. Right. Uh, Jake, we could do it like the, you know, the, the old Jerry Springer show. Uh, Jake, I'd like you to meet Dan. And then they just come out and they start fighting. <laughs> that oh, would be God. hilarious. Right. Yeah. Don't you remember that? The the old like the old Jerry Springer. He'd sitting there with like some just pile of shit racist from like you know the middle of the country. Man, I hate them Jews and blacks and gays. And Jerry would be like, 
Well, it just so happens that we have a couple of blacks and Jews, and, and they all come out angry. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And then Steve has to get in between right, them, right? Right, right, right? Steve, Steve, Steve. It just so happens we happen to have a couple. They just all come out fired up. We can do that with Aspen and uh, the other guy. That's great. Uh, we got a break. We'll be All back right. in three. You ready? You ready for the rest of the day here? Let's rock. Yeah. <laughs> Harry's done for the day. You and I got a lot of shit left. No, I got a. I got into a, a Zoom call at four o'clock. Oh, to record. Oh, yeah. oh to record. That's nothing. A segment with Sean Brace. No, come on. The, the golf I'm, podcast. No, I'm just that doing Wednesday I'm, morning. Oh, I'm okay. doing nothing but I'm a study today. Kent's. Oh, I thought you had like 10 things going on here. No, I got Kent okay. State. I'm going to study Kent State today, then Central Michigan tomorrow. I, I switch days, flip-flop days like that okay. until the game comes up. Got so, it. All right. All right. Well, how do you fly into Mount Pleasant? Do you fly to Detroit and rent a car? Is that how you get there? Well, I could have flew into Lansing, which is an hour away, but right. I get there two hours later than if I just fly to Detroit. Right. And it's two hours away. Hmm. So right. I'll get there an hour early if I just drive from Detroit. Yeah. You got to map out your itinerary. We got three minutes. Do that. We'll be back in (laughs) quick. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. 
Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, we are back now. Aspen's going to join us to go through this primetime game here tonight. And after that, it's on you. If you can't if you can't get locked into the Jets following a Jake Asman appearance, I don't even know what to tell you, man. Well, that's, what, that's why I want him on, because I, as of right now, I'm not locked into that appearance. Oh, no? So maybe he can. Maybe he know, can help you out? Help me out. Yeah. I know you have a play on this. Is this this is part of your parlay, right? Part of my just general parlay or Colts? Didn't you tease the Colts down? Yeah, so I did tease them down. I I like them though at ten, so I took them at ten. Oh, okay. Yep, I took them at ten. Um, which I think honestly, this just just has let down for the Jets written all over. There's some interesting player props though, if you wanted to look at. Carson Wentz, for example, like, here's the thing. How do you guys think this game's going to go? Because I think it's going to be low scoring. And I think the Colts are going to take some time before they eventually pull away, or it's going to be low scoring. The Colts are going to do damage in the first half and then just look to get out of there with yeah. the win. But either way, the jets are going to be behind. Yeah. Well, but like they're a- not that good though, that they could have that luxury. They're going to be playing their ass off trying to fight because, you know, I mean, the Colts, the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just don't think they're a good team. You know, no, I agree. They're better than the Jets, but I just don't think they're a good team. Also, I agree. So it's going to be know, one of those long-fought games. You know what I mean? And they'll eventually win. You know, they're a team that could benefit from a like an Odell or a Deshaun Jackson. Oh yeah, the Colts. You're right. You know, in fact, that might take them over the top. In all actuality, that that yeah, I don't know what their cap situation is. You know, maybe they can't afford well, somebody, but. I mean, they, you know, they don't throw like they, they throw a lot to Michael Pittman more so now. Mm-hmm. So if you think you can have a guy like that come in and and do that, <clears throat> then you may be better off, to be honest with you. Well, he's regardless, man, what's going on. He He's a dynamic player. He can still play this game. He's been dealing with just injuries. It's not it's not really him. You know, I, I didn't think he was starting any trouble i didn't hear any noise of you know him you know being a a bad uh locker room guy. i just thought he just got hurt a lot yeah that was his thing yeah i just don't know i mean they the cults have dealt with injuries too right right mm-hmm. right so if you're bringing a guy in to to deal with somebody else's injury and he gets hurt that's what i think the deterrent is it's nothing more than the fact of can you count on him to be healthy right 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 that's rams have van like the Rams have have a younger version, right? Mm-hmm. Van Jefferson. Yeah, yep. I, I could really see New England getting involved with some of these receivers too. I could see Deshaun going to New England. Yeah, they already have Nelly mm-hmm. over there. Jacoby Myers is a guy that they could throw to. You add Deshaun on that team, assuming he's healthy. Yeah, yeah. All right, you I, want one? Go ahead. You want one for tonight? What a player prop! Yeah, yeah. Give me, give me one. All right, Ty Johnson over fourteen and a half rushing yards. In fact, I'll give you a parlay here. 
Ty Johnson over 14 and a half rushing yards, under 54 and a half rushing yards for Miles Gaskin against the Texans on Sunday, mm-hmm. and under 44 and a half rushing yards for our, our guy here, the dump truck. <laughs> under. Yeah. Under. under 55 yards? 44. 44. 44, 44 yards? Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. see Boston Scott getting 45 yards against you don't. rushing yards. No, I do not. So, so in other words, you just don't think he's going to get the the carries. Don't I don't think. think I don't think the they're going to run. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. that's the key. I, right. But they I mean, should run. Yeah, sure they should. Run. Should. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I just don't think they will. Because that's and, why and I just, want to go with my heart. I want to go with my heart and say, look, they're going to run the ball, and Dump Trump's going to get. It mean at least, at least. Um, you know, 10 carries and 10 carries, I think he'd get over 44 yards. But so, does that realistic- number make you think that they're not going to run? Yes, yeah, because it's low. I think that, yes, because yeah. it is so low, right? Like, somebody knows something we don't know, right? Right, we yeah, know what yeah. should happen, but right, somebody with inside information knows they're not doing it, right? The, the guy that sets the odds is, is right. he's in on a game plan. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Normally, I would agree with you, but in this case, anybody, you, you could get some random jackass to watch seven games of the Eagles and they'd come to the same conclusion, right? Right. Oh, right. Like no way in hell he's bouncing back and running the ball again. And plus, there, uh, there are other guys. Boston Scott, unless he breaks one, the volume for him to get 45 yards on the ground, I just don't think will be there. Hmm. That's a, That's tough, man. Wow. You know, because I, I I think you would think that they matured as far as their play calling. You know, I know yeah. they're not going to go. They're not going to the extremes where they went 44 rushes and, and, and you know, 16 passes. I know they're not going to yeah. go to that extreme. But we think it, it, I would think it would be kind of half and half, you know. Yeah, you know, they, they keep the saying they're, they're doing all this self-scouting and self-evaluation. you know, right, evaluation. Right, right. Like, you know, you think that they might have learned, but I guess not. It's so. a New Year's resolution, man. It's yeah. like every year you sit there and say, this is the year I'm going to give it up. This right, right. And, and a week later, you're not. By January 14th, you're, yeah. you're, you're eating chocolate again Seriously. or whatever it is. You're buried in Reese's wrappers. <laughs> And then somebody, what, what, what happened to your diet? <laughs> diet Sirianni, second quarter. But, you yeah. know, we had Sealski on as well. And I think that there is something to this where if you believe it, then you can't ignore it. If you don't believe it, that's fine. But if you believe it, then it's hard to ignore, which is there seems to be an organiza- organizational push towards throwing the ball. towards right. being- yes. Now, here's the irony in all of this, fellas. For an organization with the owner and general manager who just insist on having this identity of throw, 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 you would think they would pay a little bit more attention to the guy catching the ball in the wide receiver position. I know they got it right with Devontae Smith, but how often have we been saying they neglect this position, yet Sealski's right where they have this identity thing that they want to continue to push as a pass first team. Isn't that kind of weird and wild? Well, I it's mean, not it, weird and wild. It's, it's it's exactly they're just goofballs, man. I mean, they they don't make the right decisions. Right, that's the thing. It's not that they neglect it; they just pick the wrong guys. I mean, they right. utilized a first <laughs> and a second round pick for Jalen Ragor and JJ Ortega Whiteside, and neither one of them is worth it. Right. Yeah, okay, right. so neglect, I guess, from a, from a textbook definition, would would be it. Right. They've I been hate. trying to get it right. They just don't. Okay. Right. Uh, that, that's like the they, way they're I'd picking guys. They're picking guys in, in certain positions. They get. Well, isn't that worse? 
it's yes. way worse. Yes, Isn't it is worse. Way worse. Ignoring it, right? It's worse. I mean, I could just yeah. say if you ignore, like, they, right. They're they're blatantly ignoring the linebacker position. Uh, position. They're devaluing that position. Right. You right. Know, they have, they're they're not going to get that right. They just don't pick good linebackers. But you know, when you're trying to help your quarterback and you just jump over Jefferson to get Jalen Rager, you know, you, it I mean it just makes you think. You know, what are they looking at as far as their analysis on what? Type player of players. evaluation, yeah. yeah. What type of players they want to bring into this organization? You know, there were players besides JJ Ortega Whiteside that were there in the second round to pick, and they chose to go with him. You know, I just don't understand. Was that DK Metcalf? Right, 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 yeah. right. right. One of them. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you, you talk about uh, you talk about guys that come in and make an instant impact. You know, the safety from from the Panthers sitting right there. We could have picked him. Yeah. We don't do it. You know, it's, it's it's the evaluation of players is where we're stinking at. You're right. And that's you know? why everybody, you know, is muted. Their excitement is muted for this coming draft with all these first round picks ah, da, da. because you're like, well, they're going to screw it up anyway, probably on two out of the three. So trade we're the, Yeah, we're trade the only them. organization. Look, but look, we're the only organization right now. They're bitching and complaining about having three first round picks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We are really mad right now. We got three first round picks, not because we we hate the picks. It's because of who's picking them, right? You know what I mean? But I mean, how many how many cities you know are in, in the uproar right now? Oh, we got three first round picks. Oh damn! We're just, because we know at this point the talent evaluation, we're not we're not too keen on who's doing it. Right? Put it like that. We're not too keen on who's doing it. Now, I mean, at this point, you know, you got to call a spade a spade. If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's waddling away. But as far as, you know, bringing in the guys you need to make an instant impact, we're just not doing. No. How many guys we drafted in the first three rounds that are just now starting to play? Just now starting to get on the field. Davion Taylor. Davion Taylor, yeah. Play, just yeah. not getting on the field. Just now? Come on, man. You know, well, Jalen Rager, they found it. They found yeah. a way. I'm sorry. Oh, go Jaylen ahead. Rager, they found a way to 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 utilize his skill set, and he gets hurt. But I see that's his future. That's that's what I envisioned him to be in the first place. That multi-purpose, not wide receiver, but that multi-purpose gadget guy. You know, put him in great position. He could be a Cordell Pat, uh, Cordell Patterson. He could do exactly what that guy does. Or like a Miko Hardman kind of situation. Miko Hardman, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. He has that type of speed and explosiveness, but he has to get the ball first. He's just having trouble getting the ball. Yeah, you it's know, hard. Because <laughs> you want your first-round pick to be dominant. Right, you want your first-round right. wide receiver to be a guy that you can target in the air 10, 11 times mm -hmm. and, and really amass a lot. I don't know if you can do that with Rager, but to your point, you can mitigate it so that you're getting productivity from him and he's not a bust. You, you, but they they do that do with Debo Samuel a lot. They right. give him the ball in, in a lot of different times as a runner. Ah, da, da. Yeah. Ah, da, da. That's exactly it, the player we needed him to be. Wasn't he a second-round pick? Debo, yeah. I believe, yeah. 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 But Debo yeah. wasn't drafted for that, and, no. and he's not that. He's a guy that can do that. Tyreek Hill can do that. But, but no, you but, want Tyreek Hill and Samuel to still be able to go deep downfield. But they, they did draft him to do that, though. Now he's a he's an integral part of their offense because they do all that stuff with them, those jet sweeps. They you know run those bubble screens with them, you know slant passes to them. Those are all things within a line of scrimmage. They're actually almost extension of the run. You mm -hmm. want guys like that are explosive. You can use Jalen Rager the same exact way. 
and he could be, you know, he can have, be a purposeful type of guy. We just haven't used him in that capacity. I mean, he was in college. That's what he was. Well, and then yeah. when they started to use him, then he gets hurt. Right. Now, that's, no. the, that's why we never get nice things. In no. Man. We never get nice things, man. We finally yeah. found a way to utilize the talent of a first-round draft pick. And what happens? We use them too much and we hurt them. We break it. We did just you, broke it. Did you make any plays on this golf tournament, Aton? No, but uh, my buddy Ben Rasa from Osimo was all over it. Oh yeah, yeah. From a from a DFS standpoint, so I oh. usually I so what I do is I take like his favorite plays on DFS and I and I try to maneuver them in the in the betting world, like top twenties, top tens, exactly. Matchup. So I can tell you, I can tell you right now, and you tell me where he's at. But I think now this is the uh, El Camaleon, right? Yeah, that's the golf course, right? Down in Mexico? Mexico, yeah, Mayacoba. He had Hovland, JT, Finau, Hatton, and Reed. JT's plus three. Got Oof. off to a horrible start. Oof. Um, I got Scotty Scheffler plus 2,500 to win, and he's right now top. He's tied for 10th. Yeah, his top tier is Wise and Scheffler. Okay, well, Wise is, is uh, I think he's leading the tournament. Wow. Yes, he is. He's oh. eight under. He's eight under through 13 holes. I should have tried. Unbelievable. I should have tailed this guy. Aaron Wise. Matthew Wolf had a, is having a great round, too. Minus six. Chris Kirk, J.J. Spawn. Um, who'd you, who else did you say? You said Finau, didn't you? Yeah. Finau's two under. He's tied for 21st. Finau, Hatton, Reed. Oh, Hatton. Yeah, Hatton's up here, Those too. are the seven guys. Now, what about a long shot of Fratelli or Kirk? Chris Kirk's in second place. Holy shit. So that's that's his salary saver. Yeah. Fratelli and Kirk. Yeah, Kirk's six under par. Yep. Wow. Yep. Now, I, what's – yeah, that is insanity right there. <laughs> you know, that's something, yeah. isn't it? Yep. Ben Rasa. Hatton's one under. So – Barrett's glazed over right now. We're talking. We're, we're talking golf. You know what I'm saying? It's, sometimes it's better to you know remain quiet. So you there's money to so be made, dumb. Barrett. I know, but you know, I sound real dumb talking about all of that. So to keep from sounding ignorant and dumb, I just keep quiet. Just, he just bro. mutes the mic. <laughs> I do, man. I do, I man. You know, you got to stay in your lane, bro. Okay. Stay in your lane. I mean, I, I'll talk a little hockey. I'll talk a little yeah. baseball, basketball, but when it comes to golf. It's, well, yeah, it's tough for me. It's How about me. the Sixers last night getting that win? They needed over it, bro. the Bulls. Yeah, Embiid makes a big play late, defensive play. Dude, you know what's he, hard is that this team was was the top seed in the East last year, and while some things look better, other things don't, and it's just hard. Like they lost in the second round at home mm -hmm. in Game Seven to a team that they should have pounded into the ground. Yeah. And I don't want to get caught up in September Super Bowls. Oh, I love that term. You oh, know, Barrett, I just I I want to just wait and see. Like I'm happy they win, but have you got on Twitter? People are are giving oh, out yeah. can't cork as a sixth man uh, of the year bets. Like have you seen this? Well, that Sixers <laughs> Twitter's always like that. They always like the love to adopt like a a an average to mediocre type player and make him into something that he's not. We all love shakes, yeah. man. We yeah. all love shakes, man. Right, we all right. see it. 
We all see it. Right. <laughs> but that means it wouldn't be Philly if we didn't do that, man. Yeah. It wouldn't be Philly. I mean, that's just what it is. We always do that, yeah. man. I mean, and, and it's, I, I don't see anything wrong with it, you know, because we just just we get just as pissed off when they don't do anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know what, though, Barrett? You know what this is? This is the manifestation or maybe the spillover of the backup quarterback syndrome that we have here. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there it is. So there it is. Right. I mean, that's yeah. what it is, because everything's Eagles first. And you see how we treat the backup. Oh. Gardner Minshew, Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, how, is uh, is Rasa on Twitter, Aton? Yeah. How do you spell his? No, uh, no. It's a uh, Jazz Raz, J A Z Z R A Z Z D F S. Jazz Raz. Jazz Raz. Ah. <laughs> but you're right, man. I mean, just that's we always want the underdog. Always want the underdog, you know, and and Foles just really just completed the deal. Him coming in and doing what he did just really sets the, it it, it just sets us up for failure all the time because you're not going to get a Nick Foles. That's a once in a lifetime type of event, man. You're not going to get that every single year. We want it every single year, you know. But I mean, you look at a guy like uh, Curry. I mean, Curry's he he's been coming through for us. He it was the game by last night. Insanely well. And yeah. and yeah, you're right. Can he sustain it over a season, though? Can he sustain it? You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't know. And and that's the yeah. thing is I'm not saying no to any of that. Right. This is a long season. You know, George Niang is in his spot where he is for a reason. Right. You know, Charles right. Barkley always said the, the most misleading stat in the history of professional sports is that per 36 minute. Because there's a reason why a guy's only out there for 10 or 12 minutes. And to extrapolate that and say, well, this is what he do on 36 minutes. It's like, no, no, no. Right. You know, it's like taking somebody, Barrett, that's on, you know, coming in on a TV hit on you or you guys post game show for like, you know, two, three minutes at a time. Oh, let's give him his show. Yeah, right. (laughs) He can do two hours. Right. Right. And all of a sudden it's like, well, dude sounded great. And like that eight minute segment. Six right. minutes. Now he's exposed. Yep. yep. Well, that's the thing. You become exposed because now you know you. We don't know about you. That ten minutes, we don't know enough about you in that ten minutes. Now, when you go over the course of twenty minutes, then now, all right, then now I can defend you because I know what you don't do well. I know how to defend you now, and that's where you know we we, we get a lot of um we get a lot of our stars you know mixed up or potential stars mixed up. You know, like Foles over a season could not be a starter. I'm I'm a firm believer in that. Right, but he'll come in and sustain you for for a game, game and a half, two games, and 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 look like he's Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. But then once you have him day in and day out, and teams figure him out, I mean I say it all the time: defensive coordinators get paid millions of dollars to stop all these gadget plays and gadget players. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. That only lasts for so long. You know, Chip Kelly was here for for two years. Looked like the man, yeah. But then this kryptonite came where defenders knew, defenses knew how to stop him. You know, that's the same thing with this. Just read um, RPOs, right, right. We, they figured out early how to stop that. And now you know they're pointing out what can we do next. It's well, looking how about like we run the ball. You know, they may yeah. have figured out the kid in Kansas City too. Well, it, that's exactly what they did because, yeah. you know, not, but Big Red has found a way to to kind of you know, kind of you know, level it out by quick passes to his threats. You know, everybody wants to play all right. back. Okay, you want to play it back like that? 
I'm gonna go throw these little quick passes to these guys. You know, since you're playing way see if back, you can tackle them and yeah. see if you, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and it is it, it worked this last game, but get with a defense that you know that can you know play up on you tough, but and play deep. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you I know, mean, Kansas City, they're gonna have they're gonna have the work put out for them. Now it wasn't necessarily offense that I'm worried about because you know over you know you're not gonna keep Kelsey down that long. Kelsey eventually you know, so. come to yeah. Kelsey eventually come to his senses, get out of his funkies in, and become this Kelsey we've seen. But that defense was atrocious. They couldn't stop anything. They couldn't stop the run. Them getting Ingram can put some heat on the quarterback situation now. Now those mm-hmm. guys can rush the passer and stop somebody on third down. Now you know it, it gives you more plays now on the offensive side of the ball. You know when they were when the defense was you know on. I, I I can almost bet that if you look at the snaps that the defense they they far outnumbered the snaps that the offense had probably you know they probably had maybe twenty more snaps than the offense. Once you start getting ten of those twenty back on the offensive side of the ball, that's potentially ten more snaps that you give you know your quarterback, mm-hmm. and that's going to put you in a better position because that's ten more times he can go out there and make his magic happen. Kelsey yeah. can be involved in it. But isn't there also? I understand what you're saying, but the problem with the Chiefs has been that they're just they don't have any middle ground. It's either it's either Morton's or fast food. Like there's no <laughs> yeah. right. There's yeah. no just yeah. go to and, and get a sandwich or there's no. Right. Like, it, it seems like they now to your point, maybe they have more opportunity to make something big happen. Yes, those like extra 10 reps swing for the fences. But I don't think that they stop that mentality. Like, I don't think Andy Reid could help himself. He's got but, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey. Like he's just like, no, I'm going to swing for the fences. Well, you know, also, like I said, Kelsey's in this funk also, so they haven't been able to get the ball to Kelsey throughout this time period, and then you know, and then he's starting to get mad and get sick of that, and eventually they'll come to their senses, like, hey, we got to get the ball to to our our threat, the guy that carried us the past two and a half years, right? Is not getting the ball, you know. So eventually they're going to start getting him the ball, and when you start giving him the ball underneath. That means you got to start bringing somebody down in that box to stop him from moving around as, as easily as, as he can do when they're playing 15, 17 yards off at the safety position. You he see can, any you see any similarities in Carson Wentz last year playing hero ball and Mahomes? Exactly. That's the perfect analogy mm. right there. Not wanting to wait on 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 taking the underneath here or, or or just dumping it off right here to the running back. You know, he's, he's yeah. forced to do it. He's trying last to make games. something big happen. He wanted something big often, to happen. Yeah. That's how all these um, turnovers and stuff happen. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to pay hero ball. He has the weapons to do it. Once once a layer comes back, especially when he comes back, you know, it, it'll, it'll kind of balance things out a mm-hmm. little bit, but at this point they still have the horses to be in the race. And that's the difference between a lot of these other teams. They have the horses. They just needed some horses on the defensive side of the ball to kind of even out these reps that the offense, they were taking reps away from this offense. When they bring in um, Ingram and they can move Sean Jones back down into the three technique, that defense becomes 100% better because now you got to pick your poison. Hmm. You know, you're going to block the two outside guys, you're going to block Sean in the inside. And he can rush the passer from that inside. Man, He's not that good on the outside. But put him back into that three technique when you got a guard, and usually guards aren't as athletic as the uh, tackles. He can beat those guys quicker, get up the field, and that's the closest way to the quarterback from that inside position, as opposed to being way outside where he has to run the hump. Mm-hmm. So you know this, this run the hump. Yeah, you yeah. got to run the hump. <laughs> run the hump. Uh, 
Got to run that hump. <laughs> got to run the hump. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think so, we got a break. Yeah, but Barrett's muted. I was trying no, to figure that out. You sure? No, no, he's not. I'm not muted. No, oh, he's okay. good. All right, well, we're back in three. Jake Asman should be in the house at some point. All right. You ready for that? Yes, sir. This is it! Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managed partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at TheOceanAC.com.
bro, I can't wait for football tonight, man. Yeah? Yeah, bro. Do we have any college tonight? Uh, let me see. I'm really not all that enthused about this Jets game. You know, it's the first time I watched the Jets. That's why I'm kind of enthused about it. How long could that last? That might be over in 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Seriously. Uh, college tonight stinks. Delaware State, Morgan State, Georgia State, Louisiana, Lafayette. Uh, I hate to do it. Right. <laughs> Utah, Stanford, Friday night, Virginia Tech, BC. Huh? Tell you, the Stanford coach, he could be on the hot seat here. David oh, yeah. Shaw. Yeah. What has happened to that program? Howdy. There he is. <laughs> oh, That's what happened up. right there. He is fired up. We're ready. The ginger, the ginger assassin's here. What's up, bro? What's going on, guys? Uh, we're ready for Jets Colts tonight, right? I mean, right. Uh, the yeah. Mike White experience. Is that what I'm hearing? That's exactly right. right. The He's Mike the White right era. Now. First jersey to ever throw 400 yards and three touchdowns in a debut. We're ready for the encore. He has made Zach Wilson expendable. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's absolutely horrible, man. And we were just talking about that, man. I I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm sorry, man, but I've been down on that pick the entire year. Yeah, you were. You were down on him all summer. I I mean, Wilson, I thought he was a pretty good athlete, but I did not see him as a top 10 quarterback. Um, you know, just from you know circumstances in which I saw him play. I mean, he was he was functional outside of the pocket, but inside of the pocket, he couldn't read the bar, right side of a barn. You know, what I'm saying the, the letters on the wall. He's just not that type of quarterback. He's got to be running around to make plays, and that's just what I thought. I thought he was the p- fifth best quarterback in the draft. Wow! And it just it just circumstances are the whole draft sucks as far as quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. To me, you were <laughs> out. It's been rough. It's 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 funny because that's that's been his issue. Like the easy throws have been you know, the the problem. Right. He's made some crazy splash plays, and you see the potential. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. Barry, you could speak to this. Like I think him sitting for a couple games here, getting a chance to watch someone else like operate the offense and like actually throw to a running back, check it down. I think that might be good for him long term. But if Mike White keeps playing well, I mean, you can't take oh, him out. So we'll see. You can't do it. He's got his Namath jersey. Is that a Namath jersey or is that well, a Zach Wilson? No, no, it's a Namath jersey because I have a Zach Wilson jersey, but I'm not going to wear it if he's not playing tonight. <laughs> right. <already. laughs> so, you know. so you're basically making a, 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 a gesture here by saying that this Mike White is Joe Namath. Uh, Mike White has guaranteed a win tonight over the Colts. <laughs> yes. Double-digit underdog. Notice, yes. when, when the Jets won the Super Bowl in 1969, it was against the Colts of Baltimore. Right. They, right. They're still the Colts. They just play in Indy now. You yeah, think look, this is coincidence? Carson Wentz to Johnny. I can hear Russo. I, uh, he's no Johnny Unitas. All right? <laughs> Let me tell you, ain't no Johnny Unitas. <laughs> All right? Come on. Oh, Carson man. Wentz and the Colts. You guys... Ten and a half point favorites. I want to see a screenshot of your bet slip. Otherwise, I'm calling bullshit that you're riding with the Jets tonight. I think they're covering Aton. I do. I do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the points. I don't know if they win, but I think they could cover. Well, can Short you peak? No way. Can you take us uh, back to Sunday in your apartment? You probably mm-hmm. have Chipotle in on, on on the table, and you see Shaq Lawson make that play. The for the interception. Right yeah, see, we, we knew. I mean, what was your reaction when he made that unbelievable play on Joe Burrow? 
I couldn't believe it. I, I that's what made that game so fun because at no point did I actually think the Jets were ever going to win that game. And then mm-hmm. late in the game, they're down eleven. I'm like, all right, well, here's where the Bengals pull away. They cover. Good effort by the Jets, whatever. And then you know, Lawson makes the play on Burrow. They're at the 14 yard line. They score two plays later. They're running the Philly special Nick Foles style to you know just score. Uh, the two point conversion and it was unbelievable. So I just, I couldn't believe it. I, I was screaming, yelling. It still doesn't feel real. And now it's like, all right, they're playing on Thursday, which yep. I think is a good thing. They don't get to read their press clippings all week and you just get back out there again and we'll see what happens. I'm going to read you something. This was published last week on October 27th. Okay. Cause there's this, ah, oh, us versus the world. Everybody is down on the Jets mentality. This is October 27th, okay? It's brief, so bear with me. NFL pick of the week. Jets plus 10.5 versus the Bengals. Bengals come off one of their biggest wins in recent years, handing Lamar Jackson an L for the first time since he came into the league. It's a week-to-week league with plenty of letdowns from prior games. This is the exact spot we see teams take opponents lightly and get caught sleeping. Jets are coming off a humiliating blowout loss to the Patriots in which they lost Zach Wilson. But the change to Joe Flacco or Mike White isn't anywhere near a significant drop, if at all. Don't expect the Jets to look lost and their defense still plays hard. Jets can cover this number. Now, who said that a week ago? That had to be you. Thank you. Yes. Aton, nice. That's a handicap right there. I mean, mm-hmm. you nailed it. You're Come all on. over it. Right. Now, well, tell- that's what I'm saying. I don't feel that way at all. I feel that way about the Colts tonight. This is mm. the Colts opportunity. Jets come off the biggest win since Joe Namath. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's it's all true. I think playing on a short week would help them, though. If they had all week to hear about how great they are and, oh, what a great win, and, you know, Mike White is going <laughs> to Canton. I, I, I think the fact they play, you know, three days after this great win, they didn't have any time to really enjoy it, so – you get right back after it. And the other thing is the Colts aren't that good. Like they're they're a three-win football team right now. There you go. Mm-hmm. Out of that. That's that, that's yeah. exactly what it is. The Colts. I was just saying that the Colts play very, very average football right now, even with Carson Wentz there. And you know, so I, I mean, I believe everybody has a shot in this game. You know, it's just, you know, let me let me just give you this nugget. Let me give you this nugget. How about your 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 quarterback that you guys just traded for? Yeah. After he gets traded. He calls up there, hey uh guys, um, what do you uh, what time do you guys have practice on Friday? <laughs> um, what's okay, I'm gonna try to make it to that practice on Friday. He got traded on like Monday. Mm-hmm. He didn't get there until Friday, bro. <laughs> that's how that's how interested he was in the yeah. going back to the Jets, man. He had like a personal matter or something, and he couldn't show up till <laughs> Friday. Well, he's not getting the job anytime soon. I mean, my he God, wasn't mentally guys... ready. He right. wasn't mentally ready. Harry, you got traded to the Jets. That's he, right. You know, Mike White took his number five, and he was very upset about it. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I, don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed the conditional six-round pick, though, that uh, your old friend Joe Douglas traded back to, to Howie. Right. Yeah. I don't even know. Go. Yeah. We can use it right now because we, we don't – well, <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with it anyways. Well, I'll just – you know. So we need, we need more special teams wide receivers. That's what we need. We need to get one of those in the sixth round. Can you give us any insight into some of these? So I'm all over – over 14-and-a-half for Ty Johnson tonight rushing yards. I'm all over that. Is that I want, Yeah, it is. It is that low. And, and thank you. That confirms how I feel about this player prop. I'll tell you, there's one that I like because – this was a market that you could take advantage of. The, the numbers started to catch up, and I'll give you Carson Wentz as a great example. 
Carson Wentz is at nine and a half rushing yards right now. I'd say about a month ago or maybe even three weeks ago, that was down at like four and a half, three, because he's not a guy who runs first. And these lines are super low for guys who don't run first. And they only need one. They only need one run. Right. And Mike White, no offense, Jake, but Mike White ain't kneeling shit out tonight. He's going to be fighting to the end of it. The Jets aren't kneeling the ball out at the end. He's at three and a half rushing yards. This is an old this is an old application of this line here where he probably should be closer to where Wentz is seven, eight and a half. That's the one I really like. Now looking at all these player props for the jets is to go over three and a half just because I just need one from him. And he's not, he's not fat like me who can't move. The guy can move. Absolutely. You know, I feel like if it's that low, like, I mean, even guys that aren't like running quarterbacks, like sometimes they just get flushed out of the pocket. They just take off and scamper for a couple of yards. Like I would bet that every time, regardless of who the quarterback is. We were doing that for like the first five weeks of the season, especially like Wentz. Wentz was down to three and a half at one point. I remember that three, four and a half. But the books have caught up to these guys and they're making it 10, nine and a half, 11 and a half. That's why White is so new still that you could take advantage of that number. The sacks factor into that, like, rushing prop? No, 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 no. But if you become a running back, like if it's a designed run and you get, or if you're tucking the ball and you get hit behind the line, like, let's say, to my understanding, right, if you're dropping back looking to throw the football, you tuck the ball and act now as a runner and you get hit behind the line, I believe... That'd be negative yardage. Correct. Yeah. If you're in the process of running and still trying to throw the ball, that's a sack. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah, make sense? I, I'm with yes. you. I'd be all over that prop then as well. Now, <laughs> we have a new streamer on here, Mike White, right QB on the stream. <laughs> How about that? Is your Jake's not doing that as simultaneously to the interview <laughs> i don't think so you that's sure? my burner account guys yeah, don't tell anyone how's the new show the wheelhouse it's going well it's yeah. uh you know we we uh we got pretty lucky that you know the, the texans are a disaster you know the right. rockets aren't any good astros, but the astros go to the world series yeah, yeah i mean that's great for our listenership that we had you know we basically rode the astros for a month of uh you know, of content. So, you know, as a Yankee fan, I'm happy they didn't win. I'll tell you that much, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but it was fun to, uh, it was fun to experience the, you know, that, that playoff run for the month, no doubt. What's the biggest difference in where we're from, all of us, the, the Northeast, how we approach our day to day. And I say this or ask this technically in the backdrop of knowing that you had some pretty bad teams down there, but also knowing how it works up here, Philadelphia, New York, Boston, just having a bad team is not a death sentence by any means. If anything, it bumps up interaction in the media. What's the biggest difference that you've noticed doing the day-to-day? And you've worked in Houston for a little bit, but that you've noticed doing the day-to-day down there versus like up here. I would say the the Houston fan wants to want, wants their host to be more positive than negative. Now, if the Texans are a dumpster fire, that that's like the exception. Like people are just so out on everything about the Texans right now. But I'd say like, if you dare bring up the fact that like the Astros going to, you know, five straight ALCSs and the fact that they went to three of the last five world series, but they only have that one title. And that's a disappointment given how good this team's been. Like people, there's a lot of people that are very, uh, very upset. If you like, you point that out, like they want to hear like, what a great run and not everyone, but I just get skinned. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel like there's Barrett, a you can work there easily. You, yeah. you go down with your bubbled over positivity about everything. They love you. 
they're yeah. very defensive of the Astros. <laughs> definitely, then, right? definitely yeah. defensive of the Astros. Houston in general has like a I don't know if it's like a Napoleon's complex. I don't know if that's the right uh, way to describe it. But there's a lot of like, well, like people only care about the East Coast and the West Coast, and like Houston's the fourth biggest city in the country, but it's almost forgotten in the in the coverage. And like, right. oh, everyone hates the Astros. They've been scapegoated by MLB for the cheating scandal, most of which is not true. But there's definitely that feeling down here that like it's Houston versus everyone. So like kind right. of playing into that is something you kind of realize when you do local radio here for sure. I didn't know that they were the fourth biggest city. Yeah. A lot of people didn't. I didn't know oh, yeah. until uh, like about a year ago. I'm like, wow, like how come no one talks about Houston with like New Houston, York, Chicago, Galveston. LA? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's huge. Warm down there. Too. Yeah. They got like Hot three different downtowns in Houston. Wow. Like it's they so do. spread out. It's well, Dallas is factored in. It's like Dallas Fort Worth. Right, yeah. you yeah, have yeah. you have areas that are factored in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, they got it all. I mean, they had wild tigers running around there. I mean, they got everything, bro. <laughs> what, <laughs> everything what is going on? What is the conversation, or is, is if there is any about Deshaun Watson down there? Like, what what are people saying? That has been the uh, the number one Texans related topic because this team is is awful and they're not going to win many games, as everyone realized. Uh, I mean, the thing is. We uh, on our show, we talked about how they should not be trading him now. Like, I just didn't think you'd be able to maximize his value. He's 26, he signed, he led the NFL in passing last year. What he allegedly did is bad, but we're not talking about criminal charges, we're talking about uh civil cases. So, eventually, he's going to play again. So, you know, the, the big argument we had on our show is like, all right, what's fair value for Deshaun right now, and are you going to be able to get that in the middle of the season? I didn't think they they could. So I actually think it was the right move just to wait until the offseason when you might have four, five, six teams that start calling and you maybe you could get a bidding war going and then maybe Deshaun would be more open to waving his no trade to go to maybe your guys' Eagles team or the Giants and their two ones or, you know, throw in, you know, the Carolina and their situation, Denver. So I just felt like waiting until there's more clarity on the legal stuff made the most sense. So now that that's over with, we're kind of like in Deshaun hibernation mode until the offseason. But, 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 but it goes from what 16 million this year, right now, this fiscal year, 40 40 million Mm -hmm. next year. Now, that's a huge drawback. I don't know how much of a, uh, you know, a trade value will be when he has that, that, uh, 40 million dollar tag on him. I mean, at that point, they're going to be trying to just get rid of him just to get that salary off their back, you know. So, how, how much value do you think you'll have then? I still think teams are so desperate for quarterbacks that they'd be willing to pay whatever to, you know, to, to bring in Deshaun because he's that good. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, we'll take him. It, I like yeah. the, the, you guys have maybe three first round picks. Like you're the right. type of team that the, the Texans should be looking to deal with because like the thing with the Dolphins, their pick this year is not their own pick. It's the Niners pick. And I think we all expect right. the Niners to win some games and not be picking in the top 10 when it's all set. Their other pick is ours. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, it's like if you if you're the Texans, like I, I I argue like if you're gonna trade Deshaun Watson, I need a good pick in 2022 right away right. to start mm-hmm. my rebuild. Like I don't want future picks down the line when Deshaun's your quarterback and you're picking in the 20s and beyond because he's really good. So yeah, I but just think Deshaun, waiting was the smart move. Doesn't he have more influence though with the trade the no trade? Yeah, he, he can basically say where he wants to go, right? He does, and then the yeah. Texans can respond. All right, well, you got to work with us because we're not just going to give you away unless we get some good value here. So it's like a game of like chicken here. Who's going to blink first? Who's going to like cave to the other side? Yeah, but if I'm Deshaun Watson and I've already been in, it's like a rich man's version of Ben Simmons, where if I'm Deshaun Watson, I can call the bluff of the Houston Texans. 
Philadelphia 76ers have a team that's still going to make the playoffs without Ben Simmons. They have a time period where they can drag this thing out. Houston only looks worse and worse because they have yet to either bring Watson back or get something big in return to move forward with, right? Yeah, no doubt. I, and you do want to move them because you want to be able to move forward as a franchise. Absolutely. You, you might have a you might have the, a top three pick in the draft this year, and then if you trade Watson, you might have another top ten pick to start the rebuild. So there's definitely a reason to move them. I just don't think they're going to give them away unless they're getting at least some sort of deal that includes a minimum of three first-round picks and then other picks. I mean, look at the guys that have gone – for two first round picks like Jamal Adams, Jalen yeah, right. Ramsey, Khalil Mack, like Deshaun's better than all those guys. He's a quarterback. So you got to get at least in my mind, three ones. And honestly, I'd, I'd start asking for four ones. Like we're talking about a franchise quarterback who's 26 years old, who's going to play again at some point. So like they, they got to make sure that when they do trade them, they don't get ripped off because like, this is a trade that will likely define how Nick Casario gets viewed as a general manager here. Well, you yeah. just said you just said something that caught my, you know, caught my uh -oh. my ear. You said that um, wait, wait, he, he's he's not going to face any criminal time. He's just these are just civil cases that he's going to be facing. There's no criminal time that can be added to it. So there's still an open investigation, but everything I've heard from people down here is is there there's not they're not expected to have any criminal charges that are filed. So we're talking about you know is just on civil cases he could settle okay. them and you know, there will be an nfl suspension coming i mean like you just you look at other examples like zeke zeke got six games and we're talking about one woman accusing him of of sexual misconduct domestic violence you know you look at ben roethlisberger he ended up getting a suspension and that was over a decade ago now so he's gonna get something but the reality is he's gonna play again right and he's not mm. he's not gonna serve jail time it doesn't appear so like that's why it's like yeah it's tough to trade him right now with all that going on but if he settles these lawsuits and the team knows you know what the suspension is going to be going into 2022. I feel like waiting to the offseason benefits Houston because then they could probably get more for the guy in that circumstance. Now, speaking of trades, is there any truth to the rumor that as soon as you saw the news about AJ Brown and where he got sick, you immediately <laughs> traded him off your fantasy football team because you can't afford to have any Chipotle slander surrounding you? If I had AJ Brown, I mean, I would have uh, Henry Ruggs him. I would have just released him you know, on the spot. We, we, we won't stand for the Chipotle slander on on my fantasy team. But I'll tell you what: when that happens, I go to Chipotle even more. I double down on it because I hope that means less lines when I walk in there. Come on, every night. be honest with us. You guys got a week out of that story on your show. Come on, <laughs> we've been we've been breaking down you know the greatness of the Chipotle brisket on our show. Mm. I mean, I don't know if you guys have tried it yet, but no. uh, you know, but people down here were reluctant because they're like, oh, brisket at Chipotle, like we're we're Texans. Houston Tex-Mex is the best. We don't yeah. like Chipotle brisket. And then my co-host actually tried it, Cody and Brad, and they're like, you know what? This brisket's pretty good. So uh, guess I might wear. I'm going to get that for lunch today. This I'm gonna go get terrible. it. You, got, you 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 you're backing it now, right? Fast food brisket. Wow. What's wrong with you people? I'm gonna try it. on it. It's this good. Was last time you had White Castle. Yeah, I don't like you doing that either. Yeah. I'd rather you go get a real burger. Trust yeah. me. But does does David Cully still start with the nachos? That's important. That's the question. <laughs> yeah, apparently, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, you know. Te the best Tex-Mex is here in Texas. That was a oh, quote yeah. from mm -hmm. David Culley. Yeah, yeah we, we go back to that all the time. And Tex-Mex. Yeah. 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 I like to start with the nachos. Okay, thank you. Chad could never, he could never lift it. We, we hear that at least 
at least three to four times a week. Yeah, we got more out of that than you did from A.J. Brown's Chipotle visit. Trust me. Yeah, I doubled down on the A.J. Brown thing. Do you remember a couple of years ago, Chipotle had like an E. coli situation? Yes. The lines uh, the lines were never shorter that week that it was happening. I mean, it was tremendous. I didn't have to wait. I walked right in there, got my order, in and out. One tip I'll give you guys, try the brisket with chicken. So go half brisket, half chicken. They complement one another beautifully. Oh yeah. Wow. What is wrong wow. with you? That's next level. That is next level. You heard it here. No. On the no. middle. That's wow. next level. This is a New Yorker. Would you tell Cody Stoops upon arriving at JFK to go to Sabaros to get a slice <laughs> right? Of I mean, the, the hypocrisy in you, Jake Asman, is unlike anything I've seen. What do you mean? An authentic New York slice from Sabaros? Come Seriously, on. Seriously. It's turnpike food. Wow. Oh, down this guy's throat. Oh, and Barrett's here enabling it. Yes, he right. is. Barrett's a chef, and he's enabling it. He's going to try it, and he's going to love it. I'm telling you. Well, we will know today because I'm going to get some Chipotle today. You know, I, the other day, man, the other day I drove – an hour up the road to go get me some White Castle just because the stream, you know, they talked me into You it, did man. go. I, I listened to the Of course. Wow. Of course I went. Yes. <laughs> I got a 20-pack, too. You know what? I'll start. I'll start. I'm going to start taking a picture when I do go, man. I usually send one. I went to um, – I did a uh, – it was a fashion show for breast cancer survivors up in New York, and I actually door-dashed White Castles, bro. At what? Mm. 1 a.m., right? At 1 o'clock in the morning, Shan. Was in it fact, it was 1.22 when I hit the order, and I was eating White Castles by 2 o'clock. And they delivered it to a castle. How about that? White Castles in a castle in New York. Yeah. On Long Island. Up in Hempstead or where <laughs> were you? Yeah. Cold Spring Harbor. <laughs> Is that where it was? Somewhere near there. That's yeah. right where I grew up, right yeah. next yeah. to Cold Spring Harbor. Oh, get out of uh, here, man. That's a beautiful place, man. Yeah, Jake grew up in a castle. You didn't know that? Syosset, <laughs> <laughs> man, right next to Cold Spring Harbor for sure. Yeah, it's like a nice golf course up there too, right? There's well, yeah, there's a nice golf area. course every five every, miles. Every, yeah. Long Island, there is. Long yeah. Island, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. From the South Shore to the North. Absolutely right, man. So what time are you on today? Three o'clock, your time, right? Four to Three seven. o'clock Central. Yep, four hours. Three to, So it was actually nice. The Astros run. We aired all the games on our station because we're an ESPN radio affiliate. So mm-hmm. we uh, we were getting off at like six during the World Series because of the, the pregame show would start nationally. That They require you to air if you're an affiliate, if you're going to air the game. So mm-hmm. you know, it was like three hours of radio with three people would fly by and then get out early, get my Chipotle, sit down on my couch and watch the game. You know, I think that's tough right now. I'm used to this two hours now. I don't know if I can yeah. go back to four hours, man. Can you go back to four, four hours? Four hours is too long. It's hard. <laughs> right? It is. You need a third person. Three's, three is a good number. Right. It is. Yeah. Three with three is like, it's yeah. like it, it flies by. Four is not bad with three people. I don't want to complain about it because like it's a job where you're talking about sports for a living. It can't be too bad. But uh, you definitely notice like the the increased energy level from all of yeah. us when we know we can right. like empty the tank for like three yeah. hours and you don't have that extra hour, you know, coming up six to seven. Unbelievable, man. Especially four hours with Mertidis because that fourth hour, he was shot. <laughs> was he? I mean, yo, dude, the, the ADD, which he would, he was just exhausted by, by one o'clock. So Aaron, you had to get to two o'clock. Oh, it's terrible. Aaron, what are we going to do now? Yeah, what are we going to talk about now, Aaron? You know what I'm Let's talking talk about, about Aton. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Now, how heavy is the phone presence on your show? Jake, like how often are you guys going out to the phone? Right, hey, let's go to the phones. Yeah. <laughs> I need help with the phones. 
Uh, it depends on the day. Uh, we'll 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 definitely take calls. We got a text line that people seem to like. Oh, there you go. Oh, there that, it is. That's and that's the beauty of it. You don't want to be yeah. wasting your time with a phone call anyway, right? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, sometimes uh, the call a call could be funny. We had someone calling us in a you know driving to Game Six the other night in a limo down, and there was like a party going on. So that was like funny when you, know, you hear people just getting absolutely yep. hammered before Game Six of the World Series. But for the most part. We'll get maybe we'll we'll get we'll definitely get some calls when we throw out the number if there's something to talk about. But the text line is always just people, you know, just weighing in on whatever. And sometimes it's a cesspool, no doubt about that. But uh, it, it, t- the text line, Twitch, however people want to interact, Twitter, it all works. Were you able to run down the guy who ended up with Solaire's home run ball? You know, it's funny. I actually was talking to our producer about maybe trying to get this guy uh, on the show. Apparently, I was reading the story in the uh, the Houston Chronicle. Yeah, it, th- this guy was at a World Series party right, right above the the stadium. The ball hit off an awning and an it was awning on the sidewalk for yep. eight minutes, and nobody noticed. Nobody it. knew then, it was there. Yeah, and then this guy yeah. just grabbed the ball, and now he's talking about selling it for a lot of money. I'm like, good for you, man. Yeah, wow. get him on. <laughs> right. Now, Joey B on the stream says he called the wheelhouse and was hung up on. Uh oh. Joey B, when did you call, brother? I didn't even know. No one told me. Well, that's the thing. I mean, who do we have to? Who's doing the manning the phones? Jose? Like, who's okay. out there? Yeah, that's another <laughs> thing. I mean, like, we half the time we have an intern, half the time we don't. So then our guy Andrew Carlson is Carlson is the producer. Oh, he's great. Carlson. Yeah, but yeah. he's they're running him down. You know, he's he's trying to screen calls, get audio ready, podcast the show. Like half the time we don't have an intern. We need to get some uh some some either part time producers or some interns that can help him out. How's Next Ron time- Culver doing? He's still doing his thing, Ron with two ends in the morning yeah. on the network, you know? You don't see Ron anymore, <laughs> do you? I see so I haven't seen him in, in person a lot just because I'm not there in the morning anymore. There were a couple of times I had to come in to you know, for a meeting or to record something and I've bumped into him. So I haven't seen him as much as I left the daily show on the network. So I have to ask you a quick question here. Do you go to the station and like just hang out? Uh admit it. Admit you do. <laughs> Because I, I my producer the- Jack, who you know well, <laughs> yeah, timed you out on Sunday that you were just hanging out watching the Jets game in another studio. Wow. Well, there was uh there was a direct TV Sunday ticket in one of the offices. So that's I needed to uh I needed to set up shop there, you know. <laughs> you know wow. So do you Take even have the free cable? cable. <laughs> exactly. Do you even have cable in your house right now? Be honest have- with us. I have YouTube TV and then I have like an antenna. So if the Jets game is shown locally, I can watch it at the apartment. Like tonight it's on Fox. So it's very easy for me to sit here and just watch the game. But for half the games, when it's not airing in Houston, I'll go and, uh, you know, I'll go into the, the, the Gal Media studio. I'll find an office that has a TV in it, put the direct TV Sunday ticket on, and that's how I'll watch the game. I'll get Red Zone open on the laptop and, you know, the Texans that they're playing on the iPad, and I got everything covered. Look what if they turn Chipotle into a bar with some TVs? You you yeah. would never go home, would you? You would if, never. If go they home. added a Sunday ticket at Chipotle, Barrett, oh. I, I think I think you know the answer. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> have you been uh, taking in any of the Manning casts? And what do you think if you have? I love it. I yeah, I like too. it so much better than uh, the regular broadcast. Like, first off, the regular broadcast. I don't know if you guys have the same issue I have. I can't tell the difference between Lewis Riddick and Brian. Thank Green. you. I can't either. I yeah. can't I, that's same. what I said. Yes, like, you can. They no. sound exactly the same. They do. They do. They Somebody, do. one of the guys says something coherent. The other guy says something idiotic. That's how you know. It's <laughs> all in context. Lewis Riddick's not saying stupid shit. 
Yeah, I just there's a lot of stuff I just I don't know with that broadcast. Like the the Manning cast is fun. I thought at first maybe they wait would a second. You're telling me that those Mississippi Hicks don't sound the same either? Get out of here! <laughs> I could watch them talk. You can the whole see time. them. Yeah. Oh, like, that's right. That's yeah. right. But also, like I, I, you know, I grew up. I grew up watching Peyton and Eli. So like, it's very mm-hmm. easy for me to tell them apart and, and understand uh, what they sound like. So I, I love the Manning cast. The, the only thing I'd say is. I, I don't need them to have as many guests as they do because there a lot go. of times on Zoom, they're stepping over one another. Like every yeah. guest once in a while, I'm all for it. But I think them just talking and yeah. busting on one another and, and you know, and just actually talking about football, like I find it fascinating and I love it. The worst well, guest thus far by far was Gronk. He was terrible. Did yeah, he didn't really add He much. was awful. Yeah. Yeah. His commercials are awful. Yeah, they're brutal. You know, but I did see a commercial from uh, from Eli Manning. For, uh, for his show, <laughs> he asked his dad, how come I didn't get the wheels? We want to be just like you, dad, but we didn't get the wheels you had. Because, you know, <laughs> Archie was faster than both of those guys, mm-hmm. you know, so they, why didn't he get passed down to him? So that was a pretty good commercial. Man. Yeah, uh, Arch Manning has all the speed, apparently. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Running like a quarterback option. I'm like, this right. guy can run? What? <laughs> yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. Yes. Sark- Sarkeesian better lock him in. Right. Arch. <laughs> That could change the program. Angry Al Bundy says that you look like Carson Wentz on the stream. I'll take it, man. I don't have his bank account. Uh, I would love to gladly swap places there, but I'll certainly take it. And you throw a better left-handed pass. I'm sure. At least three yards downfield you would. Right. At the very least, right? You guys miss Carson Wentz in Philly, or you guys are all in on the Jalen Hurts experience? No and no. Pretty good. Yeah, you get us on. You bring us on one day, the three of us, and, and we'll tell you all about Jalen Hurts. He's yeah. a Houston native, so people here in Houston like Jalen. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I am oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What will you give oh, us? Oh, up. <laughs> well, what yeah, pick yeah. will you give us? Right. You want you a, a conditional six round pick again? Is that right. going right? <laughs> he had an H on his uh on his lapel. You know, he had an H lapel. He said, uh, "What does the H stand for?" I'm like, why would you ask him that? It's, it hurts. And then I thought about it. Oh. It could be Houston. It could be. So could he be. turned around and said, um, yes, to both. Mm. <laughs> well, look, we appreciate you, brother, hanging out here. Anything else you want to get out on the way up? Uh, shout yeah. out to the stream. You guys have the most loyal audience in uh, video streaming and sports. I, are you guys still consider no yourself? Are you guys still sports radio hosts? How's it working now since you're no longer daily on the network? We're, we're just um, some guys that just talk and People yeah. listen to us. I love it. Yeah, I mean, we're still doing other stuff. So technically, like, still radio, TV. But uh, for this specific show, no, we're just, you know, hanging out. Eita, how many jobs are you up to now? You up to double digits yet? Or? Uh, well, you stay tuned. Another one could be right around the corner. So, <laughs> love it. Love it. All right, Jake. All right, Jake. Good stuff. Take it easy, bro. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Enjoy the game. And uh, I can't wait for everyone to take part in the Mike White experience. I'll later. let you know I'm about in. this. Uh, I'll let you know about this. Um, you know, this, this new Chipotle, I'll, I'll let you know. I'm going to add the chicken to it too. All right. Half chicken brisket. and the brisket. Chicken, chicken and the brisket. There, yep. you, there go. you go. I'm going to try it out. <laughs> All right. Eight All right JT, JT has just birdied four straight holes. Now he's Ooh. minus one. Oh, that was the big one there. All right. We yeah. got to take a break. We'll get a couple of updates as well as maybe some more information about Justin Herbert's hand. It's the middle.
Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. You're all in on this. It's not the Zozo. No. It's the El Chameleon. It's the uh, Worldwide Technology Championship. Not El Gato. No, not El Gato. No. But your boy Chris Kirk is tied for the lead. Telling you, this guy. Seven under. Might have to get Ben on and give some picks out. Yeah. He's a wizard. Bloomfield and uh, Shelton will be on with, will be riding with me. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in about 24 minutes. Bloomfield and Shelton, they ride with you at wherever you go. Well, look, they're they're betting-minded individuals, and I appreciate <laughs> it big time. By all means. You know, I should ask Jake. Tough. I didn't ask Jake where I should get the burritos. You know, the stream is on it, man. I need to know if I should have got the burritos or the salad bowl. or Get it what, in a bowl. Man. Get in a bowl? Yeah. Yeah. That's the best one? All yeah. right. It's disgusting. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest here. I'm ac- I actually want to try it now. Me too, man. I'd rather, yeah. I mean, I'd rather it's, it's, it's not Taco Bell, Oreos. man. It's not Taco no, Bell. No, it's not man. Taco Bell. No, trust me, nothing's Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, the other the other place I used to like, which was over near the old station. Qdoba. Qdoba. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty yeah. good too. Yeah. That was Qdoba. always Pat Egan's spot. It's the same place. It's the yeah, same basically. Yeah. One has sauce, the other doesn't. 
Who? Pancheros, the same thing also. All three Pancheros, Pancheros sounds Pancheros. local though. Is that a chain, Pancheros? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a chain. Like a fast food chain? Yep. Pancheros okay. is the same as Cudobo. It's the same as uh Chipotle. Scotty Scheffler, four under, tied for eleventh. Is there anything? I, yeah, I guess you're right. What's uh if you look at that Qdoba, Chipotle, is Pancheros the, the Wendy's to those two? Those be. two being Burger King, McDonald's. Yeah, what yeah. what yeah. else do you have as far as a a Mac? I mean, you know, poor Mexican cuisine. They're looking at it like you've reduced our food to Chipotle yeah. and Qdoba. I mean, it's such an American thing to do. Yeah. Right? It's just like I'll let the, I like to start with the nachos. Right, right, right. Well, here, here locally though, and you you've probably been to this place a few times, Coyote Crossing. Yes. remember that one, Aton and Concha I do Hawk remember that. I, a I good do. spot. Although El Limon, I would rather. Oh, yeah. That's El Limon. Yeah, that's right on Fayette Street, right? Correct. And yeah. I think there's one a little north of me in what's north of Hatboro, right? It's north of yes. me Hatfield. Hatboro. Hatboro. Not the Hatfield and McCoys. No, no, no. <laughs> Not at all. How about this last night? So I'm watching Jeopardy, right? And, you know, they have the interview. I'm surprised this wasn't up on Twitter somewhere. But they had the interview and the talk about an omen here. The defending champion, I think he's won five straight games or six straight games. They go to the interview, right? Oh, well, you have a very interesting story. Why don't you tell us about it? So he explains how he grew up a Sixers fan and how he's a Sixers fan, but he grew up in the time of the process. Okay. And like that's when he was a main fan, like during the process and he even referenced saying things are better now, but the drama is still there. And he so he used his time as far as the interview process to talk about his Sixers fandom. Well, guess what happened? He went on and got beat. Wow. So wow. And this yeah. was last night. Last night. But the Sixers won. The Sixers won, but at the expense of the Jeopardy champion. Mm. <laughs> That's what you I'm saying. Who's you know what I did last night? Who's the host crushed. now? Mayim Bialik. Oh, so, yeah. What's her She's face? not good. Blossom. And it's not, I, I don't know if it's her fault or not, but it's like, you know, um, I, I'm just randomly saying something. You know, this cartoon character, da, 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 and, and somebody will say Mickey Mouse, and she'll say, right, Mickey Mouse from Fantasia. And it's just like, okay, great. Like, let's just, just you know, that's that's the input that we get. Not yeah. nothing like conversational or anything along those lines. It's just that's correct. It's very robotic. Robotic, yeah. Yes, and she's reading a lot. And I, I don't know if that's on her or if that's on the I, I'm not ripping her individually. I'm just saying it's it's very robotic. Alex like she would never make fun of somebody. Alex mm. Trebek made fun of people all the time. All the time. <laughs> and sometimes they didn't even realize it. Correct, which yeah. is even better. Right. Guys, guess what I fell picture. into? I fell what? into yesterday. A rabbit hole? Yeah. Succession. Succession, the, the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You like it? I do. Yeah, I that, do. isn't that loosely based on Rupert Murdoch's family? Is that what is that what I'm to understand? Yeah. That started Fox. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Media King. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of cool, man. How many I mean, episodes I, I, did you watch? Like seven. Wow. Yeah. Up to the wee hours of the morning. It was like it was like three o'clock before I stopped watching. Hmm. I'm back on Bosch season seven. Oh my Are god, you? seven! I 
I didn't bail on it, but it just became like a show. I think I only made it to like four seasons. Oh, really? I love How that. How can show. they get so much out of that I show? Know. I think it's great. Now, the, the best part about it is is his partner, Marlo Stanfield. Yeah. From The Wire. He's great. Is he yeah. still? Uh, they didn't season, kill him seven, off? season seven is really based on him and his struggles. Really? Yes. He's like he's like the pivotal guy in season seven. Okay. Yeah, Do I need like to it. go back and watch? I think you might. I like that about Welliver. I'm telling you, I'm reading this right here. Taylor, Tyler on Jeopardy today was a five day champion. Announces to the world he's a Sixers fan. Immediately gets eliminated. I'm telling you, man. (laughs) (laughs) I I am telling you that there was there was something to it. Let me find the audio of him explaining that. But there's something to it. Man, I'm surprised that uh, that show has made it seven seasons. Yeah, I mean, I, we had watched all six, and I didn't even know they were putting out a seventh season, but uh came out over the summer. Wow. Apparently. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it was pretty good, man. You know, just watching how everything's unfolding and, you know, mm-hmm. all the backstabbing between the siblings and, yeah. and how the pops is just, a you know, just a bad dude, you know, and uh, halfway going crazy. And, I mean, it's a good, it's a good show. I like good it. Good show. All right. I might have to check that out, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. You know, uh, Brian Tom, Cox. Oh yeah, Tom Cruise's first wife is in Bosch. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Who's you remember who Mimi Rogers? Yeah, that was his yes. first wife. Oh, get out! Okay. Yeah, she's a high-powered attorney, criminal defense attorney. I thought you were gonna say Mad- uh, Madison Lentz. I see that more as a style. Maddie. Oh, Maddie, that's his daughter. Okay. I got got confused, too. Yeah. Maddie's the daughter. And the daughter works for the high-powered attorney. Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't know, a paralegal or just some sort of intern or whatever in in there. It's pretty good. So what is it about? He's a cop in L.A. Okay. So he's like... He's like a good cop, mm-hmm, right. but you know, he, sometimes you you got to bend the rules a little bit. But he's a good, he's really a good cop. Okay, yeah, oh, it's good. Yeah, it's not like the Shield where no, you know, <laughs> that guy was ruthless, man. Correct. <laughs> Boy, I, I need uh, to. I, I'm surprised. I should go back and. Should, I knew I should have filmed it for the audio. What's but, that? You know all this oh, stuff. Jeopardy. Yeah, all this stuff gets put up the next day anyway. And and this is the clip that they have now. Let's have a chat with our players. Julian Huerta, a hotel senior sales manager from Thornton, Colorado. You found out about your Jeopardy callback on a very important day. Yes. So we actually got the uh, original email that we were going to be called back to, to go through the audition process. And my wife happened. No, that's not even the right guy. You want to hear the story? To just yeah. the same day that uh, we were pregnant as well. <laughs> and so uh, we actually ended up naming my son Alex. That is beautiful. And it was twins, correct? Yes. Uh, Emma is my daughter as well. Not Trebek. Not Trebek. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Oh. That was a funny. Mm. I'm telling you, the, the show is. They should get uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Rick to host Jeopardy. I would be, he'd be all fantastic. in. Yes. I'd be all in. He I couldn't would. help myself. I'd be all in. 
There's no way I wouldn't watch that movie. I mean, uh, watch that series. I would. I would be all on that game show. I only watch game shows, but I would be in on that. We should try to run him down and get him on this show. Right. Honestly, <laughs> Barrett, uh, Barrett might combust, bro. Spontaneously combust. Like what else has he been in though? That's he doesn't have to be in anything. Not much. Not much. That's all. He doesn't have to be anything. You know? Yeah. In order to find him. I mean, dude, his his off his off humor would be amazing on Jeopardy. Amazing on it. You See, don't know now, him. But now I'm wondering though, if is he one of those guys that Aton described earlier in the show? That if he had a bigger role, he'd get exposed. Like in other words, like this little commercial deal yeah. might be his the perfect thing for him. But could he carry a thirty minute sitcom well, once see, a that, week? I would. I would risk. I would risk it all to see. There's a reason why Flo isn't in a major motion picture. Apparently. We don't right. need Flo. We don't Flo. need Flo. But Doctor Rick, right? Else did. You don't know him. Right. <laughs> you don't know him. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. That's amazing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. I don't know if you could get away with that with any other commercial actor. Yeah. You know, <laughs> although he, although had, I, go ahead. Right. He attended the University of Kansas, Barrett. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, he did, did he? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Mike Jarek went there too. Maybe That's we could right. get Jarek to make a phone call on your behalf. <laughs> what about you know the guy who does may you know the mayhem commercial? Yeah. He so, was also in um, SVU. Okay, but he was also in that uh, Dennis oh, Leary Oz, show, right? the Dennis Leary show years ago uh, as a fireman. What was that show called? It was pretty good. But anyway, uh, yeah, he's uh, a good actor. No, no, like not life or death, but something like that. One of those burn notice. Was that what it was no, called? No, no, no. That, that was on USA. Oh, right, right, right. But I know what you're talking about, yeah. the, the fireman show with Dennis Leary. No, he was a he was in Oz, I believe, as well. I know he was in Law and Order SVU as Rescue one of me. the other cops. What? Rescue me, rescue me. There yeah. you go. As one of the other cops, he was. Yeah, there. he's a good actor. I think he's good. That's what I mean. Like, you, you Doctor Rick, Flo, who else right. is out so, there? So what you're saying is, there's basically a reason that they're not in other stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. Doctor Rick could carry it, man. I mean, just like, so? just like the, the 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 parking lot one, you know, the tailgating one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we park right here, and we did right out here. And he's like, "Stop with the parking That's lot me. talk." Right. Yeah. That guy's me. Got <laughs> yeah, easy access to the interstate right here. You right park here. In this spot right here. <laughs> parking is gold. Let's not talk about leaving. Yeah. 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 Man, that's it. And all that, you know, and, I, and they're, they're steady talking. He's just sitting there like this. <laughs> Face it. I'm like, man, it, it's just, that's just, that's just gold, bro. It's commercial gold right there. Dr. Rick. You know what? I don't want him on the show because I want him to stay the way he is. Right. You know, so I don't want it to be ruined. Uh-huh. You know, that might it's ruin like meeting him. your hero, you know, right. and, and the guy's a jerk. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. This is like me, you know, really knowing what. What meat is in uh, White Castles? I just don't right. want to know. Just, just no, let you don't. me stay right. ignorant to it. Yes. You know? just, right. I just want to stay ignorant to it. Right. Exactly right. <laughs> just like the tuna that's not tuna. Right. At Subway. Right. It doesn't right. matter how many celebrities they can hire to do commercials for them. They still have tire rubber and their sandwiches, and it still ain't fish, whatever there is in that sandwich. What is tire? What are you talking about, man? 
You didn't hear that story way back when they, they had to publicly apologize, admit first, then apologize that they were putting the same substance to keep tires rubbery in their bread to keep it fresh. What? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people out there, I, I hope they don't think that because they're getting a 99 cent burger that this is actually coming from a cow, right? <laughs> like they, there's just the money won't add up you can't make a profit if yeah. if you're killing cows at that rate or killing mm -hmm. chickens even at that rate for purdue and these other guys right yeah it makes sense when you, you know when you break it down like that yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, this I, I look I, I just want to go like this yeah nothing wrong with that i mean yeah. it's not going to kill you at yeah. least overnight Nothing wrong with a little dabble here or there. By Bar all means. Barrett, could could you reach out to that guy on Modern Family, Eric oh, Stone from, Street? From He's State? a K State guy. You know what? He's buddies with Doctor Rick. Who oh, is, is he? Yeah, so he is. What's you know, his name again? I saw him the last when I did that game at Kansas State. I saw he was in the office. You know, I introduced myself. We yeah. talked. He was like, "Yeah, man, I remember watching you and yada yada. Oh, that's what's up." But I didn't think to get his number. Jesus, I hate to do it too. Oh my! God. I know, man. I know, man. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I was, I, I, it didn't correlate to me that I needed to get his number. Like, oh. why would I need to know his number? He's not a sports guy, <laughs> yeah. but he is a sports guy. He Plus, he knows the most guy. famous guy in the world, man. Yes. Right. Jeez, man. <laughs> oh, I'm pissed. In the world, he's, he's I could, I, I could have, I could have, man. This, this guy only yep. knew. If I only knew Stone Street's from Kansas City, mm -hmm. and apparently he met this guy while he was at Kansas, and they're wow. buddies, right? So wow. that's your in for Doctor Rick. See the work I'm doing here for you, All right? Lining it up, man. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, as far as you know, I'm doing Kent, yeah, Central Michigan. You know, you know, you gave me some powerful stepping stones the last time for, yeah. for Temple. You well, know, you got so. Cooper Rush now. Okay, you no. Know? Cooper Rush, uh, yeah. didn't didn't uh, Brian did Brian Kelly coach there? Oh, I don't. Before know. he went to Cincinnati and then Notre Dame, I'm trying to think. Didn't um, didn't AB go there? Uh, he went to West. Was he Central? Yeah, he might have been Central. I know. Um, Silverback went to Kent, Kent State. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Central Michigan, 2004 to 2006, Brian Kelly was your head coach. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think A.B. did go to Central. I think you're right, actually, looking at this here. Okay. Yes, he did, Central Michigan. Yep. Yep. All right, you got some good stuff already. Oh, Already, yeah. Cooper Rush is hot, man. Oh, he's that dude right yeah, now. Man. Man. He won a game that did that. I, you know, I really thought Dallas was going to lose that game. So did I. And then, bam! What happens? I can't believe Minnesota played as bad as they did, though, bro. Mm -hmm. That was crazy. And it was funny because I was doing the pregame show, um, and it was basically coming down that Schefter put out something that it was probably going to be Cooper Rush. Like they were going to wait until before kickoff to work him out but it was it was looking like cooper rush was going to start and this was like early in the afternoon and the line went the other way Aton. it went yeah. from minus three to minus two and a half 
for Minnesota favored. So it was going towards Dallas by a half a point, knowing that Cooper Rush was going to be the quarterback. It was yep. bizarre. Uh, and then it that- went back up. Yeah. No, you're right. There was something to that. Somebody was middling three, I think. Yep. You know? No, yeah. you're right. Antonio Brown, man. Who who knew that he was going to be such a star? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, think about that. Just from that standpoint. Yeah, Saban did go to Kent State. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it. Who did? Saban. Saban. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the cradle of coaches, the Mac in Ohio, man. That's where all, tons of those guys came out of there. That whole little area, man. Um, Western PA. Yep. Ohio, Michigan. And it's funny, man. It, I, you know, they, they, you know, you look down south. Mm-hmm. They have spring football. That's why a lot of the guys are so advanced. You know, they have spring football in high school. I didn't know about spring football until I got to college. I had mm. no idea there was spring football. Really? Nope. Man, I'll tell you. Really? No, man, I didn't. Didn't they, they spring football here? I don't think so. Uh, Penn State? What, in high school? Yeah, oh, high school. I don't oh, think, okay. I don't I think, think so. about college. Yeah. No, 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 high school, high school. But you now I'm talking to guys when I first got to camp. I mean, when I first got to Kansas State, you know, Texas, Alabama, um, Florida schools, all their high schools have spring football. Hmm. They have like they call them jamborees, or you know, Ooh. where they go play each other in the spring. Right. You know, like four teams play um, a quarter piece against each other. Didn't know that. Yeah, the yeah. cradle of coaches is actually Miami of Ohio, though, not Kansas. Right, State. not Kansas. No, not Kansas State. Sorry. Get get a load of the names that have come through Miami of Ohio at some, in some form. Or Earl Red Blake, Paul Brown, Woody Hayes, Era Parsegian, Weeb Eubank, Bo Schembechler, Bill Narduzzi, and John Harbaugh. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, that alone, right? right there. That's Holy. a who's who. Yeah, you never lie. Nope. Wow. All right, we got Thursday night football. We're back tomorrow. We got an Eagles game to look at. A bunch of stuff, by all means. So hit that thumbs up button on your way out. Make sure you're subscribed to Jacob Media YouTube page, and we'll see you Friday. <laughs>
Call the Fritz and Bianculli Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. John Doherty, business manager of Local 98, says it this way. The best way not to forget where you come from is to never leave. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.